What's going on, folks? It's Otakify. Yo, what's up, everybody? And we're back, all three of us. For the gangbang. Just kidding. This has nothing to do with <laughs> This has nothing to do with gangbang. <laughs> Maybe I this should start over again. topic. <laughs> no, we should, like, totally keep that. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'll put it somewhere else. Um, it's awesome from Otakify chilling with the homies. Oh, hey, yeah, 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 yeah. What up? So, what up, homie? So, what, what, what we talking about today, though? Parenting? Well, gang bangs. Gang bangs. Gang bang parenting. I mean, that sounds kind of interesting. <laughs> Whose child is it? <laughs> oh my god um yeah so i guess we're talking about parenting today parenting in anime um now i know that you guys are somewhat yeah. somewhat in the dark here about this topic um but that's what i wanted what <laughs> yeah i wanted you guys to think on the spot mm-hmm. but i'm sure that you guys have watched enough anime at this point that you've kind of like you know there's probably a couple of like parenting relationships between characters uh that probably stick out to you Uh. so i think we should maybe just start there like what what are like some parenting relationships that stick out to you um in your anime watching experience i mean what there's not even that many animes that actually have parents when you think about it. <laughs> hmm. Or maybe let me. So, so you want us to like get into that, or do you want to just like focus on the ones that do have parents? Well, actually, I want to get into both of those things. Mm, mm. That sounds sexual. Okay. Mm, awesome. Once again, <laughs> all of those things. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. Get into both. You oh want to get into this parents? Is, this get in is there. totally Whoa. not. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> this, is, this is not what I <laughs> had planned. Where's this going? <laughs> oh my god. It's dark in here. <laughs> oh my god. You guys are a riot. Oh, a riot. what? A whole damn riot. Um, yeah. So. I don't know. Let's talk about like, okay, let's, let's use some examples of like what you would consider to be good parenting, what you would consider to be bad parenting, and then maybe like, what would you consider to be like auxiliary parenting? Auxiliary? Because I feel like there's like, yeah, I feel like Whoa. there's a lot of auxiliary parenting. I think parenting. the auxiliary what parenting. Do you mean by I feel like there's a lot of that going on. Okay. Okay. So it's like. That sounds interesting. It's like parenting what is auxiliary like parenting? you have like a you have like a parent figure like a father figure mm-hmm. or a motherly figure mm-hmm. that's like not your actual mom hmm i just made it up okay auxiliary yeah. parenting no 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 I, I i got that i don't know if there's an actual name auxiliary parenting sounds like that's the right name for that swag so i don't know you bring up it. bring up some stuff guys or would you like me to like start it off what do you i'll bring up some stuff immediately that comes to my mind is ash's mom yes 
Where the dad at, yo? yo. Wait, just in general? <laughs> Is it Professor yeah, no, Oak? No, 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 for real. Dude. Like, no, actually, that's good, because I did want to talk about her for a little bit, too. Dang. I wonder why. Yeah. Immediately. <laughs> Wait, so what about What her? about you, Tommy? Do you have any? About parents? Uh, oh. Oh, I got, I got dude, some more. Dude, just keep going, dude. Don't, don't even ask for my opinion. Yeah, dude. keep going, bro. Yeah, go for it. Go, go, <laughs> go, Gohan's, uh, Gohan's mom. Yep, Chi Chi and Chi-Chi. Gohan. Mm-hmm. I got that written down also. Yep. Um. Oh, okay, Tommy, your turn. Don't, don't give me a turn. I don't, <laughs> dude. I honestly, I don't watch enough anime that have parents <laughs> in it. It's like super, like maybe like a good twelve. Oh, I see. I've seen that actually have parents, but then none of them mm. like really stand out for me. Other than like you know the hot ones, obviously, but you know mm. that's hot parents. I actually never seen any hot parents <laughs> you don't, in okay. anime. Okay, no, I think about you don't it. think Bulma is hot as you're a kid. Oh, I mean. <sighs> You know, the funny part is I actually don't consider Bulma to be a parent, even though she is one. I mean, um, is, is it because how she started? If you follow from Dragon Ball, it's like she exi- Yeah, she exists for so long that like it's just like, oh, yeah, she has a kid now. Mm, I see. Because hmm. like, I guess you could talk about Vegeta and Trunks like parenting relationship. Dude, I feel like that, yeah, that's more interesting than, like, Bulma and Trunks. Yeah. Vegeta and Trunks is, like, it's got some weird dynamics. How, yeah. how, how so? <laughs> mainly Vegeta. Yeah, mainly Vegeta. Vegeta. Vegeta's the, the factor that makes it interesting. He's an alien. Who's, who's an alien? <laughs> <laughs> that's actually really funny dude that Loki reminded me of uh what guardians of the galaxy 2 um when he finds out that yeah. he's like half god <laughs> yeah yeah his dad is like a freaking entity of the universe <laughs> yeah no no um it makes for a weird relationship a little bit I mean like not only is like Vegeta an alien and that's like a really cool perspective that I didn't even explore mentally. But it's like Vegeta's like dead set on becoming the best. And like, you know, he's in the middle of like, you know, this this pursuit of of that. And then Trunks like pops up from the future like, hey, uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm here. Hey. And then it's like, wait, what? Oh, you're my son. It's like, yeah. And then they're like training together. It's it's like kind of a kind of a cool montage actually where they do like the Vegeta and Trunks training versus the the Goku and Gohan training at that same time. Yeah, that was yeah. cool. Yeah. But okay. I'll I'll try to give it a little bit more. I mean, even in the instance where where the parents are absent, um, Tommy, like I feel like that has something to do with it. So there's four types of parenting styles. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. This is the things are going to get real educational over here. Oh. So oh no. There's the there's the there's the authoritarian parenting. Okay. Uh where the parents are thought of as like being disciplinarians. Uh they usually have a strict discipline style with little negotiation. Okay. Um 
punishment is common. Communication is mostly one way from the parent to the child. Rules are usually not explained. Um, oh, man. Expectations are high with very limited flexibility. Does this sound familiar at all? <laughs> okay. Kind of sounds like an Asian. Exactly. Jeez. Exactly. <laughs> sounds like my parents. Exactly. But so, okay. That's authoritarian parenting. That's normal parenting. What are you talking like about? <laughs> no, that's normal. So that's <laughs> you guys don't okay, have so that? that's authoritarian. Now there's there's permissive parenting or indulgent parents. And they mostly let their children do what they want. They offer limited guidance or direction. They're more like friends than they are parents. Um, do you like that? The discipline style is the opposite of strict. They uh, they have limited or no rules. Mostly let children figure out problems on their own. Communication is open, but these parents let their children decide for themselves rather than giving direction. Uh, their expectations are typically minimal and not or not really set. Interesting. So that's that sounds like anime. Parenting. That's permissive parenting. <laughs> well, then there's the other one. Well, there's there's two more. So the other one is uninvolved parenting. Okay. Oh, that's okay. That's, that's anime, anime parenting. Right oh. <laughs> <laughs> uninvolved parenting is like uh, children have a lot of freedom. Uh, they generally stay out of their way. Some parents make a conscious decision to parent in this way, uh, where. Whoa. Others are like less interested. Uh, some of them are just less interested in parenting in the first place, or they're just unsure what to do. Mm -hmm. There's no particular discipline style that's used. Um, they mostly let the child do what they want, probably out of a lack of information or care. Um, <laughs> their communication is limited. Um, they offer very little nurturing, nurturing um, and there are few or no expectations of the children whatsoever. Huh. Then for the final one, there is author authoritative parenting. So the first one is authoritarian parenting, and then there's authoritative parenting. And authoritative parenting is like they're reasonable and nurturing. They set high and clear expectations. Um, the children tend to end up being self-disciplined, and they think for themselves. Mm -hmm. Uh. They say that this is actually the style that's uh, thought to be as most beneficial to children. The disciplinary rules are clear and the reasons behind them are explained. Communication is frequent and appropriate to the child's level of understanding. Um, they're often nurturing. Uh, their expectations and goals are high, um, but they're stated clearly. And the children do have a little bit of input. So those are the four types. Authoritarian, permissive uninvolved and authoritative does that does that okay. give you like a better idea of like when you think about it in terms of like anime like there are certain anime i feel like that fall in in any of these four categories yeah definitely i mean a lot of parents are yeah, just yeah that like gives that. us yeah. a better way to talk about things so like okay okay i'm gonna throw one out let's see uh <laughs> so mike brought up ash's mom <laughs> oh yeah 
So, uh, from Pokemon. <laughs> so the real question uh, is... Marilyn Ketchum. Wait, what's her name? What's... The, no, I don't know. Delia? What I think her name is... <laughs> I don't Delia know. Delia Ketchum? Delia. Delia Ketchum. Yeah. What? Delia? Wow. Cool. <laughs> that sounds whack, dude. Yeah, what kind bro. of name is that? Also known as Hanako. <laughs> wow. Hanako, a.k.a. Mrs. Ketchum. Okay. Where you know. the hell is Mr. Ketchum still? But, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, but, like, even beyond that, though, like, what do you think about her parenting style? I okay, so... Oh, I have to address that. She's 29, by the way. Wait, really? She is 29. When Ash yes. leaves, right? Well, how old was Ash? Was he like 10 or 12? He was like 10 when he left, bro. So, she was prego so at, at 18. 19. So, she was 19 when she 19. had him. Wow. Interesting. <laughs> huh. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Wow. Started a family right after high school. Huh. If they even have high school. Interesting. After she gave up on Pokemon training. <laughs> Whoa. According. Hold on. So, I mean, like, Whoa. I don't know. Go ahead, bro. Go ahead. I got to th- throw out something According else. Apparently, her, her unnamed husband or boyfriend was appeared in episode two and of the series and also the Pokemon I Choose You movie last year. Hmm. So he does exist. What? I don't recall that. But apparently it's I don't know. I just saw this on the power of he has Wikipedia. To, I mean, but that's still pretty wild. So is that Ash's dad? Is that Ash's dad or is that just her romantic interest? Whoever, I don't know. They just said it's either the husband or the boyfriend, but that's still pretty wild that it does exist. It's probably Professor Oak. Hmm. Let's just be real. It's probably Professor Oak. But yeah, sorry, go ahead. I'm I'm done interjecting. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I mean, I would consider that to be uninvolved parenting. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. definitely. So that was the third one, right? Yeah, that's the the third one. Yeah, I mean, like, she barely popped out. Or, like, she was only... And the second one was... Pause. Wait, what were you saying? (laughs) Well, the second one was... (laughs) Quiet. (laughs) Oh, the second one was uh, permissive parenting. So it's like, they let their children do, like, what they want. They offer limited guidance and direction. I mean, isn't that kind of like her, too, in a sense? Yeah, the the two, the middle two kind of blend together. Yeah. I mean, well, okay. The like difference. The third one is more of like the difference between those two types, like permissive and uninvolved, is like uninvolved. Those parents tend to be they offer less nurturing, while the permissive, uh, they tend to be warm and nurturing. So, like, I would say an example for permissive. Mm, actually, I don't know. <laughs> Pause. <laughs> Well, I was going to say, I was going to say for permissive parenting that, um, what's his name from Food Wars? Uh, crap. What's the main character's name? Jericho. Oh, Soma? Yeah, Soma's dad. 
that's probably permissive like parenting because they're like he's like warm and nurturing because they like compete but then he also just kind of like let soma do whatever and like find his own path though he did kind of force him to go to that school hmm you know what i'm saying oh yeah no yeah i totally agree that that fits uh better than any other definition any of the other yeah Yeah, i think so okay well okay so then the other parent we brought up was chi chi (laughs) yeah i mean she's kind of involved sounds like an asian parent right there well i'm not saying that she's uninvolved i'd actually say that she probably falls in the line of either authoritarian or authoritative oh no definitely yeah i just remember every time she's like like yelling but which one uh which one do you think though like what are the categories (laughs) so authoritarian is um where they're like thought of as disciplinarians they have strict discipline uh with little negotiation okay um punishment is common communication is mostly one way (laughs) okay what's the other one the other one is um authoritative where it's like they're reasonable and nurturing they set high and clear expectations uh the kids end up being self-disciplined as a result maybe maybe Uh, that one communication is frequent it seems goes both ways like i I don't know i feel like i don't know dude i mean like totally mean and like she's like super strict but then at the same time she's like understanding do you really feel like she's understanding bro i feel like i don't know i don't know if i'm pretending these episodes are in my head or she's talking (laughs) and like Uh she's saying like oh yeah like you're right blah 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 but i don't know i could be lying to myself i feel like well i feel like when he was younger that she was like way more like no you need to study right now Mm, i could see that instead of training which i feel like is like her like being the disciplinarian and like forcing gohan to like be a student as opposed to be a hero Mm. Hmm. I don't know, man. No, yeah, I, I kind of think she leans towards authoritarian rather than like, uh, right? The first one. <laughs> first one. Yeah, that's the first one. Yeah. Authoritarian is the first one. Yeah. She's a tough nut. <laughs> <laughs> Super strict. Okay, like, give me, give me another example. Because, like, I feel like. Well, I don't know. I guess it depends on what anime you've seen. The ones that, like, the ones that I brought up, and like, you guys can feel free to throw in whichever ones is like Pokemon, uh, Samurai Champloo, um, oh, Initial D, DBZ, uh, Full Metal Alchemist, uh, Fate mm-hmm. Zero, um, Sword Art Online, and Roni Kenshin. Wow, a lot of those kind of are on my list as oh, well. Oh, dope. Yeah. Edward and Alphonse's mom is totally uninvolved in their well, lives. Well, she's dead. She's dead. So like- <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
I know what the what the hell. I would man? say more so that their dad is like uninvolved. It's like why they got why she got to be dead. She kind of didn't that have too. a choice. She's dead, bro. <laughs> she, she, you know, I mean, you know, she could just she could choose to be alive, but she decided to die. Whatever. <laughs> but you know what though? Okay, I would say that she's not uninvolved as much as I'd say as she was actually authority uh, authoritative um because she was nurturing to them and she like cheered them Mm -hmm. on when they did alchemy and stuff and i feel like as a result the two of them actually did end up being pretty self-disciplined um i mean they do take care of each other pretty well and stuff yeah yeah they did a really good job taking care of each other they they like stuck together um they would constantly be in the library like researching to try to like learn more so that they could like figure out ways that they could either get their bodies back or like try to undo the shit that they did by trying to resurrect their mom yeah because <laughs> like i almost feel like if she was uninvolved they wouldn't give a shit about resurrecting her oh no that's true i mean that- <laughs> oh damn <laughs> that's totally true, dude <laughs> dang that's it that's the linchpin of the story right there her parenting style (laughs) it all unravels you know what i'm saying it's like well you weren't really around in my life anyway so like why would i need to bring you back yeah it's like they (laughs) there's no benefit they cared about her a lot yeah yeah wow interesting interesting i like that while their dad on the other hand (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this fool i think he was a little bit more of the uh uninvolved parenting because <laughs> they thought he was like maybe dead they thought he was maybe dead for like the whole thing if we're talking about brotherhood yeah. they thought he was maybe dead and then they like found him and then he was like warm and nurturing but he was just like, yo, I've just been doing this this other shit. So, like, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> I was planning on coming back. I really was. Oops. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, but actually, I wasn't even so I wasn't even talking stick- about them. Well, go ahead, bro. Sorry, sticking with Full Metal Alchemist. I think the parents in that situation is mom is Izumi and dad is where's that other guy? I forgot his name. What Hohenheim? Uh, oh, oh, you're saying yeah, like auxiliary so. parenting? Yeah, yeah, they're the auxiliary parents. That's mom and dad to me. Yeah, in that they're story. their mentor or whatever, like their teacher. Mm-hmm yeah they they do kind of play a parent role but they're also not there either like it's like they kind of train them and then and then like you know she just randomly Uh, pops up later so are we gonna say like parenting is has to be like throughout life like there has to be a duration that's long you know or can they just be like poppin parents where they are there for them in that way provide that loving care in that way and that counts as parenting hmm Hmm. i feel like are they just friends because i think i don't think they're friends i think they are like parents or at least that mentorship it kind of kind of leaned in toward parenting for a few moments here and there right 
Yeah, I mean, if we were to consider them to be their parents, I'd say Azumi wasn't very nurturing. (laughs) (laughs) She was just like, yo, do this this way. And she was like very strict. They didn't really have very much wiggle room. So I'd say she was more authoritarian. Oh, yeah. Um, she didn't really get warm with them until like the end, like of brotherhood. Yeah. When she like came to save them. But yeah, that that was just what I thought would be the parents of Full Metal Alchemist. Mm-hmm. I feel like um. <laughs> well, since we're talking about Full Metal Alchemist. What? What? What kind of a parent is Shao Tucker? <laughs> oh my god! What kind of a parent is Shao Tucker? Definitely nurturing. Oh my god, bro! <laughs> Wait, Tommy, did you get that far? Nope. So like everything's just like okay, dude. Going so like, <laughs> oh no, <laughs> going over your head. Okay, look, bro. So like. In the event that you don't know, Shao Tucker is uh, a member of the military. He's like a scientist. Uh-huh. And, um, and you know, kind of like when you work for corporations or whatever, like sometimes you need to have like a like an annual like project. Oh, that, that you've guy. Been working on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or whatever. Uh-huh. They're like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so he made a Camara where he cr- <laughs> he crossed his dog oh, and his daughter. Oh, it's that guy. Yeah, yeah, of course. That yeah, loving, that guy's an ass. <laughs> nurturing. That's r- oh, bastard. sorry. I just totally forgot his name. That's why I was like tripping. I was like, who the hell are they talking about? But yep, I totally remember that yeah, guy. Yeah, bro. Shao Tucker. Oh. Shao Tucker. Dude, best dad of the year right there. Best parent <laughs> dad of, of the, the year. year. <laughs> Man. <laughs> I want a puppy, dad. <laughs> Bro, like, that's so crazy just to think about the fact that it's like he valued his job more than he valued his child. Dude, that's what happens, yo. Like, that's what yeah, happens. That's, that's that's not parenting. That's like so backwards, though. It's like, I want to have it. <laughs> like, you like, typically, like, you know, a man might be more motivated to work hard at work to provide for his family. Mm-hmm. But he was more so like. I'm working hard at work because I get to discover shit and like I don't give a damn about my family. <laughs> or maybe he does that he's like, Dang, you know man, what? Cole. Instead of having like two separate like entities, I want one entity. So I'm gonna make them the same. Oh my god. It's like oh I get god. to save money on food. I have a dog and a <laughs> Oh. oh, um, oh my God! Well, speaking of auxiliary Jeez, parenting, just looking at dogs since now. Mike this brought us sad. into that. Oh my God! Oh my God! The live action. God. Since Mike brought up auxiliary parenting, uh-huh. uh, Roni Kenshin, and I think, yeah, What's I up? think Kenshin plays a father figure role for Yahiko. Oh no, definitely, yeah. I, I I can't I agree with you many times hmm. on that one. 
Um, I don't think so. Oh? All right, Mike. Wait, what? Why do you disagree? He, none? I think I think Sasuke is more of a father figure than who? Sasuke. Sasuke. He's the dude. He's the right. Wait, that's his name. Um, the fighter. You're, oh, you're talking about the um, fighter for hire, Sonosuke. Sonosuke, not Sasuke. Sonosuke. My bad. Sano. You think? Nah, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, I feel you, but they almost. Sonosuke is almost like an uncle or a big brother for Yahiko. Yeah, definitely. Because, like. like, the vast majority of the. The vast majority of it, and like the whole reason that Yahiko even joins them is because he sees how badass Kenshin is. Exactly. And then he's just like, I want to be able to fight like Kenshin. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. I don't know. I feel like, I feel like there's like a weird family dynamic in Roroni Kenshin. Yes. Like, there's like no parents. What do you mean? You got the, really? the old guy. It seems like all uncles and aunts. Uh, yeah. the grandpa, yeah, the grandpa the Lord, that like nobody not, even knows whose grandpa he is. They're they're auxiliary characters. <laughs> yeah, it's like a it's a little pieced together family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess if I guess yeah, I can see how he looks towards Roroni uh, towards Kenshin as a hero or as like somebody he wants to be but i don't know if that necessarily does does kenshin kind of get involved in yahiko's upbringing a little bit i feel like he just does his own well, thing kind of like um hmm. uh, uh, edward and alphonse's dad well, i mean it seems like he kind of teaches him like the way like the proper way about fighting and like defending and protecting people That's and true. stuff. but i guess i could see what you mean I mean, like, how would he be considered no, as, like, a father figure, if anything, rather than just, like, someone to look up to? Yeah. He... yeah. Well, see, looking through the lens of these four different parenting styles. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> mm, well, yes. I would imagine. What do you I think? I would imagine that if Kinshin Himura, Himura. were... We're an auxiliary parenting individual for young Yahiko Miyojin. That it might actually be by way of permissive parenting. So it's like where he's not yeah. really like uninvolved per se. He's involved, but like, and he's like warm and nurturing, mm -hmm. but he's just kind of like hands off and just kind of like lets him do stuff. Yeah, let's like, do his own thing. There's know? this one episode. There's this one episode that actually made me think about this about this topic in the first place, um, and it was Roni Kenshin, and it was the one where Yahiko was like, "Oh, I want to." Well, he got lured away by like the dude that uh, that Kenshin beat up. Side note: I really want Chinese food right now. I don't know why. Anyway, well, that was <laughs> random, but that does sound good. I just, I just thought Rice about it cooking. right now. But anyway, um, yeah, he like lured him. He lured him away, um, and and like told him like, oh, like if you're a real fighter, like this is the dude that got messed up by Kenshin. He's like, oh, if you're a real fighter, you'll fight me with a real sword. And the only sword that was within Yahiko's reach was Kenshin's reverse blade sword. Uh-huh. So he like snuck to go get it and Kenshin actually saw him 
and he was thinking to himself like where's he going with my sword and then he was just like oh well i mean he's been getting pretty good i guess i'll let him like go play with it on his own <laughs> and then it ends up like you know turning into this crazy situation where kenshin almost gets killed yeah uh, <laughs> but he doesn't <laughs> but i mean like you know i'll just say like from a parenting perspective it was kind of like oh like oh for sure like you know you've been training like i i trust you enough to like go do that mm. you know what i mean yeah like i don't see why you can't yeah i don't see why you can't fight with the sword like you know it's a very permissive parenting yeah you know it wasn't really like yeah. a, i don't go give ahead. a shit like it was like he was concerned but then he was like ah nah he's like he's good enough yeah huh. Yeah, it wasn't like neglect. It's like he probably would have been like, "Whoa, slow down, bro." <laughs> yeah, like, what are you doing with that? that? Like early on, but like yeah. at that point, he had been with them for like maybe a year or two, so it was just like, "Oh, whatever. You can hold your own. That's fine." Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely permissive. Yeah. Um, and speaking of other permissive parenting, initial D. That's all you. Wait, man. have have either of you watched <laughs> it? I don't know anything about initial. You guys haven't watched I, it. I don't know anything about initial. D. Okay, so like, in initial D, <clears throat> although I'm like I'm torn between whether this is permissive parenting or like authoritarian parenting. Uh huh. Or like I'm not really sure. So maybe you guys can help me. So like the situation goes like so: Takami Fujiwara does deliveries for his dad, Bunta Fujiwara. Okay. Um, what Takami does not know is that his dad was like the best drifter, like the best downhill racer in, in that part of Japan. Um, and then he turned into like a tofu restaurant owner. Mm -hmm. And so like he has this, you know, the, the, the classic 8.6, but Takami has no idea that that's what it's called. It's just the car that he drives to do the deliveries. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, like, Takami's actually been doing deliveries for his dad ever since he was in junior high school. Now, I do want to point out that the legal driving age within Japan is 18. So, <laughs> there's that. Oh, but damn. anyway, um, Bunta actually... I don't know if he had planned to train him in this way, but like he in order to, in order so that like Takumi doesn't mess up the orders, like doesn't like spill the orders while he's driving. Mm -hmm. He actually puts a cup like a, a cup with no with like water in it with no top on it in the cup holder. So like basically like what he told him is like, yo, if the cup spills, that means that you're driving too crazy. So like Takumi like would challenge himself when doing deliveries to make sure that he didn't spill the water. And as a result, he ends up becoming this amazing drift driver um, on the uphills and downhills. Um, and I guess like further, furthermore, like for anybody that hasn't seen it, um, I know I'm totally spoiling it, but later on, like, you know, Takumi ends up like wrecking the car. Mm hmm. Um, 
and this is after like he actually like takes to racing like he like starts racing but he doesn't tell his dad that he's racing he's just like oh dad can i use the car his dad's like yeah but then his dad knows that his son's racing (laughs) but he does he never (laughs) calls him on it and like uh takami's uh takami's boss at work because takami works at a gas station with like his friends and they like want to race but they're like nobody's good like among their friends like they try to make a racing team but like takami's like fucking amazing um but like his boss used to like watch the races and shit and so like his boss knows that he's racing and his boss is like best friends or like really close friends with takami's dad because they used to race together so like he like runs back and tells his dad everything so like he's just like yo like your son's racing and he's amazing and he's like oh really that's cool but he like never (laughs) brings it up like you know what i'm saying like and so like then like you know takami like wrecks the car because he pushes it too hard racing against somebody that's like super pro and Uh then he's like super depressed and he's like dang i don't have a car to drive anymore and then his dad replaces the engine with this even bigger engine and he's just like oh yeah i needed to like replace it anyway but he's just like secretly on some shit like yeah get better son like be amazing like how (laughs) you know what i mean so like i don't know like i'm not really sure if that would be considered as like permissive parenting or like like i don't know like what would you what would you consider that to be (laughs) to be honest i feel like i just thought it was a very interesting authoritative that's like night that that's interesting I guess it's permissive. There's no other it's category it can one. be, because it's you're still involved in your child's life, but at the same time, it's like you're not letting them do whatever, because you're kind of guiding them like independently. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Yeah, but see, yeah, dude. But like, it's also kind of authoritarian in a way. How so? Is he? I feel like because it's like okay. First off, it's like work for me when you're in junior high okay follow my rules okay don't ask me why you know what i'm saying and it's kind of like i low-key want you to be good at driving i also don't want you to destroy these <laughs> deliveries and like this car is dope as shit and i know it but like you know you probably don't know it but like you know okay. you know what i'm saying because it's like his dad kind of gets a rise out of it yeah, yeah like he he gets a rise out of his like son like taking after like what he did but he like kind of pushes him into it without ever like discussing it with him or anything you know what i mean it's like oh deliver these really quickly oh like oh yeah you have deliveries to do but then like of course after well you guys don't know this but after he crashes the car like he's like yo it's both of our car like it's not just mine yeah anymore um because he had to like i guess he was like contributing or he was like oh dad like i'll pay to fix it because like i really just like love racing now mm-hmm. you know what i mean and his dad's just like oh it's cool i needed to replace it anyway it's our car <laughs> but he's on the inside he's like you've passed <laughs> yeah right like that's <laughs> that's what i'm saying it's like i don't know if that's permissive or, or authoritarian or maybe it's like some sort of mix of both like to where he's like kind of nurturing but like doesn't give off that he's being nurturing yeah secret nurturing it's sneaky it's like oh i'm gonna provide you with all these tools and skills and like i'm Mm. gonna provide you with this out but i'm never gonna let you know that i know what you're up to (laughs) (laughs) dude i feel like i'm gonna parent like that (laughs) i feel like you would (laughs) why am i (laughs) i just feel like i probably would end up like 
parenting like that like oh yeah i mean like i even teach my kids like that sometimes in the summers like see you're already calling uh, them kids I had, like you're, typing classes you're almost there <laughs> i don't know i'm just saying i had like typing classes and like instead of like making them just type like random stuff i would like super challenge them by like making them type chapters from like napoleon hill's books in hopes of like subconsciously getting them getting into their minds to like wow <laughs> you like, like shaping outside their... of the box and stuff wow interesting. yeah shaping their subconscious mind <laughs> why do it why am i reading so much why am i so successful <laughs> it doesn't make any sense wow <laughs> i'm educated without realizing it yeah i don't know i don't know if that would be permissive or or author or authoritarian maybe i've created some new like mid spot me and bunta me and bunta are like parenting together <laughs> no homo no homo. <laughs> <laughs> the bunta style <laughs> but yeah man i don't know that's pretty much it i mean like unless you guys have other examples i mean like that's what i was i was telling mike earlier i was like dude i feel like this conversation could go on forever like there's like so many different situations yeah. and ways that you can like analyze like the parenting styles like yeah true enough there are a lot of uninvolved parents in anime um you know ash's mom lets him wander the world at age 10 um you know uh i would say what even <sighs> okay quick question because i didn't even write this down what's up but I think most of us most of us have seen like the vast majority of uh death note yeah i think at least like us? what are his what are his parents <laughs> well that's the weird part how would you categorize well, them they seem the most it, normal it, yeah i mean the mom doesn't really tell him what to do she's not really involved the dad isn't is the same way isn't he i don't recall him ever saying or telling him what to do because he's always working right i'm not tripping right? yeah but like okay but like light's really smart right yeah so like go ahead so like there had to be some form of like discipline like early on either that or they're like, just he's naturally for him smart to, get to that point isn't he well yeah but then remember like remember like how much like it was like he would come in like this is like in the early episodes so, like even if you just started watching death note you could probably get what i mean mm -hmm. like when he comes in like she's just like oh do you have those test scores like where are those test scores like not like oh how was your day oh yeah it's like how like are you still the smartest kid in japan oh like, you know what i mean like it's like that's kind of like all she cared about yeah 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 that's right and it was just like, oh, be studying. And that's like how he was able to get away with like offing people with the notebook because it's just like, oh, yeah, you should be studying all the time. Yeah, I feel like I mean, like she wasn't like a dick about it, but like. It was definitely I feel like an underlying thing, and that's like what also lended him the out in the time and space to be able to. Do a genocide mm. <laughs> from his bedroom. <laughs> that uh passive aggressive authoritarian parent style yeah i don't know because then like right like wasn't it kind of sort of 
did he say i can't remember if he was like oh i want to be a police officer like my dad or was it like oh you're gonna be a police officer like your dad to be honest, I don't even remember. Do you guys remember? Mentioning I can't really remember. I don't, I don't remember her, uh, the mom yeah. saying that at all. I just remember her just getting her jollies off of him being Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah I remember exactly. that. That could come off as like... That, that pressure could put a lot of like uh, roadblocks or guard railing on the path that her child takes. So, you know, he, he could be smart because of her pressures of her wanting him to be so successful i guess mm. in school interesting i don't know i just i just thought it was interesting and i do think as i don't know hopefully this is like an interesting podcast to people but like i just thought it was like a really interesting concept or topic that like maybe isn't touched on enough like the whole like parenting dynamics of like within anime i mean I mean, we were able to at least like put a lot of them into some of these different categories. So that does show that like some of these parentings or parenting types are realistic. Yeah. Like it's not just like, oh man, like the parents gone. That doesn't happen in real life. It's like, nope, that definitely does happen in real life. <laughs> in some cases where they just, where the parents just like, yeah, whatever, I'm gonna do my own thing. Yeah. 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 You know, like, like, mm -hmm. like yeah. Owenheim um in full metal alchemist or like uh mm -hmm. the samurai that smells like flowers in samurai shampoo where it was just like he left fu and her mom like when she was young and then fu's mom died and she was just by herself and then she was just like oh i want to find my dad oh yeah that's true huh i don't know anything yeah. about him but i want to find him it's like well that's very uninvolved <laughs> <laughs> like i don't even know there was like no fight or anything it was just like ah oh, dang dude you're gone um ah, okay i'm gonna say one last one just because we're talking about it um have you guys watched sword art online yeah yeah did you watch one and two yeah okay mm -hmm. so what's up what about it asana's relationship with her mom do you remember that Whose relationship? Asuna? Asuna's relationship with her mom in Sword Art Online Two? Huh. Oh, I don't remember dude, that. Yeah, same what here. Happened? I'm like so trying to remember. You don't remember it? No, no, nah, dude. Like they actually made a pretty big deal about it, and I'm probably only bringing it up just because I just finished it. Uh huh. But like, um. So okay. So this part, like, this is what it's into, and I really feel like two is a series that I can really appreciate because of the fact that it kind of gives more perspective to one. Uh-huh. Um, but anyway, uh, so Sword Art, Online, uh, Sword Art Online 2 takes place after Sword Art Online 1, obviously. Um, and in this situation, uh, both Kirito and Asuno are back in the real world. Like, they're able to function... Uh, within society for the most part except when it comes to schooling there was a school that was open for all the kids that were trapped in sao yeah yeah oh that's right do you remember that yeah uh, go ahead continue yeah. so um so with the with the school being um you know primarily just for like sao students it like allowed them to like have 
the ability to kind of like learn at their own pace despite all of their traumas that they ex- experienced and all sorts of things like that mm-hmm. um asana's mom towards the end of sword art online 2 we we discover that asana's mom doesn't like her in that school we also discover that asana is like filthy rich yeah yeah um, yeah and uh and the thing is that like asana was actually like running a running away to sao to like escape this very authoritarian parenting style oh that that's is right, right. That's right holy crap um, forgot about that yeah dude i mean like it stuck yeah. out to me like a, a lot because i was just like holy crap like you know after i had mentioned the topic to you guys like before and i was just like dang like this is something I totally want to talk about. So I'm glad that I was able to bring it up before we finished. Yeah. But um, <clears throat> yeah. So like, I don't know if you guys remember what happened after that. Right. So like, they're like getting into this fight about it. And that's when Asuna meets Yuki, who ironically has the same first, first name, name as Asuna's last name. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, and it's like Yuki that like, kind of like gives Asuna the confidence to be like, yo, mom, like i want i want to live my life the way that i want to live my life oh that's despite the fact that her mom is like no you're gonna live this life you're gonna marry this guy yeah you shouldn't be dating kirito like all that stuff yeah 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 holy crap Mm -hmm. that's right yeah bro hey man that was like the that was the one like arc of of the second one that no one cared about and i totally forgot about that <laughs> but damn that that's so I know, true dude, and that's the thing that's the thing dude like when i was talking to people there's like a number of people that told me that they didn't want to watch sao2 because asin is like not badass in it yeah but yeah, it's like yeah. if you watch the whole thing like she becomes badass again like when she meets yuki it's a different like she's the only one that actually was able to like fuck with yuki like on that level yeah of fighting yeah because they're um, it was like because she yeah she was barely mentioned right it was mainly like kirito and that's it and then yeah for the first yeah for, for the, the first, first like three fourths of it yeah. it was like all kirito and she was just kind of like chilling on her own with blue hair yeah and then that's uh, right and then you know she meets the sleeping nights and everything and that changes everything oh huh, that's crazy man wow no wonder i don't remember that damn yeah that is that is a really good part of the story that i kind of forgot about yeah damn. yeah bro because then freaking asana makes makes her mom play sao well not sao but she makes her go into Alfheim online. Yeah, that's right. With the fairies. Holy crap. Yeah, dude. How long ago did that come out? Like 2013? I was like, yo, that was the... I don't remember. Jeez. I don't remember exactly. But I was like, I was just thinking about that and like how badass that was. Like the concept of like, yo, but mom, you don't understand. Like, let me show you. Like, I know that you feel like you know what's best for me. But like, let me show you what my world is like. And I felt like that was like a really... A really good thing. I'm probably gonna do like another like talk or something about that about that whole thing because like I don't know that that particular part touched me because I feel like my dad can sometimes be it's very relatable. Yeah, dude, my dad can sometimes be that way. Like, well, when I was growing up, it was almost like his way or whatever, oh, like his way or like his way or his way. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> yeah. So dang. Hmm damn yeah ending things on a heavy note uh <laughs> <For real. laughs> 
<laughs> thanks <laughs> thanks so much guys for tuning in please be sure to follow us i i created a little bar um that should show up at the bottom of this video that'll have our instagram and our website so please check out both uh please hit the subscribe button as well if you like this topic please hit us with a comment a suggestion for new topics that we can talk about yeah definitely who yeah thanks for listening guys swag 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 <laughs> see you guys next week all right leads